So we are going to talk about praise and worship. This is, this is a huge topic. I don't really think God's wanting to do something in our church when it comes to praise and worship. Amen? So I want to look at a theme verse. If you, I would love for you to take notes. Um, and you, you can jot it on your phone, however you want to take notes. But kind of the theme verse for tonight is found in Isaiah 61. It's a prophetic kind of scripture. And, and Isaiah says that, that what, what the anointed leader is here to do is to give them the oil of joy for mourning. And, and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And um, I, think, I think this is important because I feel like right now in, in, in our season, in our life, is that there's some mourning going on and there's some heaviness going on. And uh, when, when you look around the world, you see those kinds of things. And I'm not just talking, I mean, there's a natural heaviness like things aren't going well. You have the heaviness of work, the heaviness of your job, the heaviness of your family, the heaviness of things and, and life. But how many of you know that there is, in fact, a spirit of heaviness? It's a spirit of heaviness. And I'm, I'm talking about in this season, you can look, it's a spirit of heaviness that's coming through Hurricane Ida. Oh, my goodness. Man, look, look at what's going on in our world. It's, it's what's going on in the Middle East through in Afghanistan. It's a spirit of heaviness upon, upon our nation, upon the world through the coronavirus. And you got this heaviness. And, and I just think that God wants to break that heaviness I don't I don't think I don't think we're supposed to bow down to it come on somebody so so I, I you can see it you can see the spirit of heaviness in in the fact that everything that's bad is up all right so I mean depression going through the roof anxiety through the roof fear is going through the roof uh, everything bad we're talking uh, divorce it's going through the roof depression all of those things uh, suicide going through the roof it's a spirit of heaviness. It's a spirit of heaviness that the enemy's trying to put on us. But I, I have a promise tonight. And, and the promise is, but God. Hey, come on, somebody. But God. But God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or even think according to what we, we according to the spirit's power that works inside of us. And so he's given us the, the power to break the spirit of heaviness with a weapon. The weapon is praise. The weapon is praise. Come on, when you I don't know if you've ever been that way before where you've had a bad day and you just start praising, you just start worshiping and all of a sudden there's breakthrough in your life. Man, you're, you're having the you're having a bad week and you just you come to first Wednesday and then it just turns things around. You you be, you get a different perspective. Amen. So, but I want you to notice here that this is a garment of praise. So it's not something that's necessarily in you. It's something you've got to put on. It's something that you've got to, just like I put this sweatshirt on before I came to church. Hey, I, I had to put it on today. Before you put, like you put your clothes on, like you put your, your jacket, your winter coat. It's a garment that you have to choose that you're going to wear it. You have to choose that you're going to put that thing on. And so you have to put on praise. You, you have to, you have to, even when you, I don't feel like it, Pastor Ben. Things aren't going well for me. I just don't feel, I mean, I really don't like that song. Well, it stinks to be you then. Okay, that's all I've got to say. I don't, I don't know what else to say to you because it's not about the song. It's not about whether you like it or not. Remember, choices lead, feelings follow. You're going to choose to praise God, choose to worship God. And one moment in his presence can do what? 
change everything. It can change everything about us. So we're going to get in his presence. Now, I don't want you to praise just so we can have an exciting worship environment at church. That's not the reason. I want you to praise because when you praise, it changes your environment. When you praise, it lifts the burden. When you praise, I'm, I'm just going to say it, I mean, simple as can be, you feel better. When you praise, this, things change in your life. And so a couple thoughts about praise and worship. They're really two different things. Praise is not necessarily the fast songs, and worship is not necessarily the slow th- songs, right? Now, it, it could be that way sometimes, but not necessarily. So we praise God for what he has done. We, we thank him. Praise is thanksgiving for what he's done, what he's doing, and what he's going to do. That's what praise is. Worship is we, we worship God for who he is. Oh, God, I worship you because you're my pastor. I worship you because you're my provider. I worship you because you're my, you're my faithful father. I worship you because you give me peace. I worship you because you are my great physician. You worship him for who he is. So... Let me tell you a couple things about praise and worship. Praise, number one, praise is horizontal. Praise is this way. So in praise, we're not necessarily singing to God. We're singing about God. We're like, hey, come on, everybody. See what God has done? Like, come on. Did, did, you, see, did you see how great he is? Do you see the fact that, man, he can break down every wall? I mean, did you see that this is what living looks like? So we're singing to everybody else. We're, we're like, we're just kind of, dude, did, did you know that? This is, praise is horizontal. We're singing about God kind of to each other, like encouraging one another. Like, yeah, come on, let's go. It's like the, it's like the pep rally. Come on. You know, you just, you just get fired up and you're ready. You're ready. So it, praise is horizontal. So you, you sing a song like, who, who is like our God, strong in battle? And, and that's praise. So so you're singing it to each other about God. And then when you're doing that, you begin to realize how great God is. You begin to realize that he's, he is everything he says he is. You begin to realize that he's faithful, that he's strong. And you, and you start kind of moving your feet a little bit. You start kind of clapping your hands. You start, you give a little shout out like, whoop, what was that? Come on. Yeah. Jesus. Well, that was, that was, that, that's not normal. Right? And you just... You just, pra- you praise him and you begin to, you get a little dance, right? And, and you're, you're praising him. You're praising him. It's horizontal. It's encouraging to each other. And it's, if I could look into the camera and just say, it's why it's important to get to church. Because I'm telling you, there's some things that you can certainly get at home, but there's some things that you can't experience at home like you can in the house of God when the believers are together and they're praising together. Can I get an Amen really so we, we've got to be we've got to be in the house of God but uh, so praise is horizontal number two praise is worship rather is vertical worship is this way so praise is to each we're, to each other about God worship is to God and God alone and we're, we're not nobody else we're not focused on anybody else worship is vertical and after we praise we go into this moment where we just say God this is it's all about you it's all about you. And that's why we don't do anything in worship that causes us to stand out. I'm going to say that again. It's why, why in worship we don't do anything that puts the spotlight on us. 
Because guess what? If the spotlight's on you, then it ain't, it's not on God. And, and I'm pretty sure the last time I checked, the, the reason Satan was kicked out of heaven was because of pride. And, and so what, what that means is he just decided he wanted the spotlight for a little bit. And so worship, we don't get the spotlight. We, don't, we reject the spotlight. It's, all on, it's deflected upon Jesus. No, no, it's all about God. It's all about you, Lord, and what you have done. And so worship is a response to what God has done, to who he is. But praise, however, praise is a choice. Praise is a choice up there at the top. And so I'm, I'm going to get to that bottom point here in just a moment. But praise is a choice. If we become the people who choose to praise God and we put on the garment of praise, I'm telling you, if we choose to become people who will, who will go after God, who will be unashamed in our praise and our worship, I'm telling you, the spirit of heaviness, uh, the spirit of depression, the spirit of despair, the spirit of, uh, the spirit of anxiety and fear has to go in Jesus' name. Come on, when we set the atmosphere, it can't hang, it can't hang around. It's not, it, it, can't, it can't hang. So we've got to set the atmosphere. So that's what I want to do tonight is... Um, we're going to talk about praise, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about why praise is so important, and this is number one here, is that praise focuses on God, not on me. Praise is, it's all about God, it's not about me. So the reason praise works is because it, it takes the focus off of me. I, like, I can't, I can't change a lot of things. I, I can't do anything about some things that are going on in the world, but God can. And so I'm, going to take the, I'm also going to take the, pro, the, the focus off of my problems. See, the problem with a lot of us is we, we're magnifying our problems. The scripture says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. And what we're doing is, Oh, magnify my problems with me. Let us tell them that they're bigger than God together. And as we enter into the house of the Lord, we're just going to, Take pity on ourselves. Make everybody feel sorry for us because life has been so rough, right? No. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. And as we enter into the house of the Lord, we sing praises. Praises to our God. We're going to lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. So it's not about me. It's about God. And I want to be clear that God does care about you. I don't want you to hear that. God cares about you. He's for you, but you can't have it your way and God's way. You can't. It, it can only be God's way. Like I mean, you can have it your way, but you like don't expect God to break through for you when it's all about you, okay? So if you take the attention off yourself, put, take the attention off your problems, put it on Jesus. I'm telling you, joy awaits you. Joy awaits you. See, uh, you can sit around and you can talk about how bad things are going and how, how terrible things are in the world right now. Man, look at all the things that are going on. It's just, it's just so terrible. It's so bad, Pastor Ben. Or you can get to the house of God and you can say, you know what, no matter what's going on around me, despite the things that are going on in my life right now, despite the fact that this thing is happening to me, I'm still going to praise the Lord. It's not going to steal my joy. It's not going to steal my praise. It's not going to steal my praise. 
So Psalm 50, 23 says that those who sacrifice thank offerings honor me. So when you come into the house of God and, and you sacrifice and you, and you praise God when things aren't going well and you, you give him your best, even when things aren't well, come on, it honors him. It honors the Lord. All right, number two is this, that praise reminds me of the eternal, not the temporal. Praise reminds me of, of, of like, there's something greater than what's going on right here in front of me. So when we praise, we, we start saying things that, we, that sometimes don't even seem true. You ever thought about that before? You come in and you're singing a song like, We'll see you break down every wall. We'll watch the giants fall. Fear cannot survive when we praise you. And while you're singing that, you're thinking, God, I still got all kinds of walls in my life. God, what's up? What's up? I, I still got all this, this, this fear. I still got all these things going on in my life. All right, Lord. When are you going to break it down? When am I going to watch the giants fall? And, and it, can, it can seem like, man, what I'm singing is not true. Have you ever felt that way before? Just me? It's, okay, just checking. I mean, just checking. So what happens? What praise does, it, it just gets us wrapped up in the eternal instead of the temporal. Praise takes us to a different, a different kind of environment. So I'm no longer seeing things that are temporary in this life. If I could say it this way, I'm, I, yes, Hurricane Ida just ravaged the Gulf Coast, but it's temporary. Yes, what's going on in Afghanistan is real and it's hurting a lot of people, but it's temporary. Uh, yes, COVID is wreaking havoc in the world, but you know what? It's temporary. But what's, what's, what's eternal? Uh, we got to look on the other side of all that stuff. We got to look on the other side of the darkest days that we have. And so if we're not careful, we'll stop singing the songs because we don't believe it anymore. If we're not careful, we'll, we'll stop singing, we'll stop praising God because, well, that's not really true in my life anymore. I mean, it, God's not really working like that for me. And so what, what do we have to do? We have to realize that God's already won the battle. Like, the, the battle is already taken care of. It's won. Victory belongs to Jesus. We're not fighting for victory. We're fighting from victory. We are the victorious ones through Jesus Christ. So we praise him. And I'm, I'm thinking about the eternal, not the temporal. So we, we, we have to pay attention to where we're, where we're going, not where we are. So when we're in the middle of a situation, oh, man, this is terrible. Oh, man, look at what's going on. No, look at where you're headed, not where you are. Look at where you're, where you're headed, where you're going, where God's taking you, not what the reality is right now. I'm not asking you to ignore the facts. I'm just asking you to look ahead to the eternal. And, and this is what, if I can use this word, I, I don't mean to offend anyone when I say this, um, but it's just a word that comes to my mind. It's what the old timers really knew. They knew it very well. They sang songs like, Some glad morning when this life is old, I'll fly away. What, what were they doing? They were thinking about eternity. They, they were thinking about, um, they, they, they were thinking, I'll fly away, oh glory. Come on, I, I, they're thinking about those um, Victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He saw me and he bought me 
with his redeeming blood. And then, and then you got some other songs. Somebody shout another eternal type song at me. I'm, I had one earlier that I, for, I, for, I can't remember it right now. Anybody got one? Um, when we all get to heaven, what, uh, when we all see Jesus, what a day of rejoicing that will be. Right? That one? I'm not, I know I'm not singing it right, but I'm trying to remember how it goes. When we all... How's it go? Somebody, somebody shout it out. Y'all know what that song is, right? <laughs> Jesus will sing and shout the victory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all remember that one? Yeah. Making me struggle up here. I tell you what. <laughs> I, know we, I know we got some people out there that know it. So what, we're, what I'm trying to say, though, is they, they wrote songs about the other side. And the eternity you know what because they didn't have iphone 13 they didn't have all the latest technology that was just like keeping them in the here and the now and so worried you know what part of our problem is i'm gonna get can i get on a soapbox for a moment i think part of our problem is that we got way too much influence right here i think our soul was never meant to carry everything that this puts into our lives our soul was never meant to know every tragedy that, that happens every single day. Our soul was never meant to carry all the atrocities worldwide. Our soul was never meant to scroll right and see all of the headlines of, of the, the negativity and all of that in our lives. Because back in Jesus' day, they walked at a pace of three miles an hour. It took news weeks, if not months, to travel from one side of the world to the other. Years sometimes. Come on, they, they didn't know about stuff for, for a long time. So they didn't have this, this burden that we carry today, and, and it's weighing us down. It's a burden of heaviness. It's a burden of heaviness. I'm, I'm, I'm done with that part now. But I really, I really do think it's part of our problem with the heaviness. Um, look, what, what, look what Paul says in 2 Corinthians. Um, he gives us a little secret here. He says, we're hard-pressed, that's temporal, on every side but we're not crushed hey we're perplexed that's temporal but we're not in despair we're, pers we're persecuted that's temporary but we're not abandoned we're struck down that's temporary but we're not destroyed and he says for our light and momentary troubles hold up Paul just called his troubles light and momentary my brother was shipwrecked he was stoned not not recreationally all right somebody's like well at least he at least he got some relief no it wasn't like that he he was stoned he was shipwrecked he was stoned he got 39 lashes five different times the same lashes Jesus got on his back once Paul got five times and he says uh, he was stoned I mean, he went through all these things, but his, it was light and momentary. It was just, it was a moment. He said, these troubles are achieving us an eternal glory. So it's, it's not about what happens here on earth. It's about the other side, and the other side outweighs them all. He goes on to say that we, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, because what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Come on, we got to fix our eyes on the, on the eternal things of Jesus Christ. So we focus not on, not on temporary, but eternal things because everything we see is, 
It's temporary. It's temporary. Let me, let me say it this way. Praise is optimistic. When you praise, it ought to be optimistic. You're thanking God for like what he's done. Oh, God, I thank you that you're so powerful. You're so good. You're so faithful. You're able to move mountains, God. I know you're able to do all these things. I, I know that you're able to meet my needs according to your riches and glory. You just begin to praise him. You begin to thank him in advance for what he's going to do. It's optimistic. It's positive. All right, number three is that praise is outward, not inward. In other words, praise is expressive. And some of you are like, I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? It's in my heart. I'm sorry, where? It's in my heart. You want to you wanna just tell your face that too? Would you, would you like to just tell the rest of your body that you've got joy? Because we can't tell it, right? I've got... Where, where is it? Tell, tell the rest of your body where the joy is. So, so you've got to get it out of your heart. You've got to get the joy out of your heart. You've got to get it into your feet a little bit. Come on, you've got you to get it into your hands. You've got to give it, you gotta give it, get it into your, give it, get it into your voice. Come on, get it into your clapping. Get it into your dancing. Come on, get it into your body. Just get it out of your heart because it can't stay there, right? Let it be expressed. Let it be expressed. Now, I, and I know that that kind of sounds like um, that kind of sounds like college football stadiums, right? Right? Kind of sounds like the Cowboys, Tim Maldonado. <laughs> Come on, so, so, sounds like what happens on Sunday. Hebrews thirteen says that, that through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of the the fruit of Lips that openly profess his name. I want you to get that openly profess. So, so no, I'm, you know, it's not just down in my heart. No, I openly, I verbally express that Jesus is my God. He is my king. He is my savior. I'm in love with him. He is my faithful God. It's an outward expression of an inward love. That's what praise is. It's what praise is. So um, what I want to do today is uh, I wanna, I'm calling this message... The, the joy of praise. Because what I mean by that is when you praise, your life will be filled with joy. I, I just, I really believe that. I can't tell you how many times I've, I've just, I've needed that moment to turn things around. And so I want to look at Luke chapter 19, verse 37 through 40. And it says that right at the crest where Mount, Mount Olives begins its descent, the whole crowd of his disciples burst into enthusiastic praise. So this is Jesus' disciples burst into enthusiastic praise. So it wasn't like a, good job, Jesus. It was, it was eruptive. It was expressive. And they did it over his mighty works that they had witnessed. It goes on. It says that blessed is he, this is what the people are singing. Hey, blessed is he who comes, the king in God's name. All's well in heaven. Man, heaven's rejoicing. Glory in the highest. Some Pharisees, though, they, they came up and they said, Teacher, you, you're going to have to get your disciples under control. And, and I think one of, one, of the, one of the hesitations we have sometimes is that we don't want to lose control. I mean, we, 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 we like to stay in control. We like, to, we like to stay dignified. I don't know if this keyboard's on, but I'm going I'm to slide on over here.
All right. I used to sing when I was a worship leader. When I first started, I would sing this song. Um, um, I will dance, I will sing to be mad for my king. Nothing, Lord, is hindering this passion in my soul. And I'll become even more undignified than this. I'll leave my pride by the side and I'll become even more undignified than this. And so uh, the very first time I led worship in Alabama, when we moved there, I, I sang that song. And it was, uh, um, I, I, you, you've seen me on the front row. I can't contain myself. And so I was just, I, mean, I was getting after it. I was playing the piano just, and uh, I, I, don't, I think the people are like, he's got a lot of energy. He's got a lot of energy. But I just like, I've just decided, I had, I'm not going to, I mean, I'm just not, I'm, I'm going to be more undignified than this. And that's what David told his wife, Michael, when she said, oh, the king has made such a disgrace of himself today. And he said, well, <laughs> you hadn't seen anything yet. Man, I'll, I'll, I'll become even more undignified than this. I will worship even harder than this. And so I think that's kind of the attitude that we need to have. And so the, the enemy doesn't want you praising because he doesn't want you to have joy. See, there's something about praising. It, it just, it puts joy back in my life. And he doesn't want you to praise because he doesn't, he doesn't want you full of joy. He wants you moping around like, man, it's just so bad around here. Ain't no, nothing's going good. He wants, he wants everybody around you just to be depressed. He wants everybody around you to be, to be, um, to, to just not want to be around you. I mean, so, but when you, when you praise, when you have this attitude of praise, it's like, I don't know what's different about you, but man, I want that. I need that in my life. I need, I need some of what you've got. And so Jesus is saying here, um, in, in the next verse, he says that if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out for them, shouting praise. Hey, listen, church, you can praise God or the rocks will do it for you. I mean, we can praise him, or, or God will send somebody else who will. I mean, we, we, we can be full of joy and bringing life into the workplace environment, or he'll send somebody else who will. Come on, why not us? Why, not, why, not, why, don't you, why don't we want some joy in our lives? But it comes through praise and worship. Let's keep going, let's keep going. About halfway there. All right, so, so the Bible is written in a couple languages, Hebrew and Greek, right? Uh, Greek, the New Testament... Hebrew, the Old Testament, and uh, the Hebrew language can be a little hard to understand sometimes because it's, um, it's a more poetic. Um, it's, uh, it has about four times more words than the English language. It's pictorial. Like sometimes one Hebrew word could, could be a phrase, could be a paragraph for us. And so it's a little hard to translate. And so when you read the Psalms, it's the longest book of the Bible, and it's also uh, the middle book of the Bible. It's the book that God gives us for praise. It's the, God, the book that God gives us to infuse joy back in our lives too. And, and so when you read that book, you see over and over again, praise, praise, praise. And, and our English language just doesn't do a good job of depicting those words. There's actually seven different Hebrew words for, the me, for, for our word praise. And I want to show those to you tonight. I told you a few weeks ago that I was going to do that. So seven Hebrew words. And I'm going to walk through it. We might even practice them a little bit. Because I, I think practice helps. So y'all ready? 
Okay, are you ready? Here we go. Here we go. The first Hebrew word is halal. And we covered this one a few weeks back. Halal simply means to rave, to boast, to celebrate, to be clamorously foolish. And that's, that's the way we are with a lot of our sports. Come on, I'm, I'm there. I, that's the way we are. We, we just, we get clamorously foolish. We will dress certain ways. We will act certain ways. Man, we will do Facebook lives for our team. And I don't, re- I don't mean that for you, Tim, but I mean, if you follow him on Facebook, he does. But there's, there's some of us that will do that for our team, but we, won't, we wouldn't dare think about doing that for God. Man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do a Facebook Live inviting people to Jesus, telling people about Jesus. I wouldn't want to do it. I mean, that, that's just a little uncomfortable. But you, you, you're, you painted your body blue. I, <laughs> Is that not uncomfortable, right? Is that not strange? But so, so why is it that we will hallel athletes? We will hallelujah the athletes. We will, hall, we will hallel the celebrities. But Jesus, I mean, he's, he's just a little, I mean, he's, he's just kind of controversial, you know. We better, better keep, our, keep things clean. No. Come on, let, if we're going to do it for anybody else, we better do it for him too. We better hallel the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Because he deserves it a whole lot more than our athlete, our team. Uh, Psalm 35 says, I will thank you in front of the great assembly. I will hallel. I will be clamorously foolish. I will boast. I will rave. I will celebrate you before all the people. So I just thought, what if we took five seconds today? And we just hallelujahed. What if we just get? What if we? What if we raved, boasted, celebrated, clamorously foolish? Just five seconds. Just five seconds. You don't have to draw attention to your to yourself or anything. But just five seconds. Let's let's go all out. Can we do that? All right. One, two, three. Come on. Let's just give him all we got. Man, y'all, if y'all were like that on Sunday morning, it would be fire up in here, I'll tell you right now. It's okay with me. I just want you to know it's okay. That's praise. What you did was praise. You were praising the Lord, and it felt good, didn't it? Wasn't it fun? Man, it was fun. It was, it was something changed. Something shifted in the atmosphere when, we, when that happened. I, I don't know if you could. I could feel it. So, hallel. Hallelujah. means just praise the Lord. It means to... Clamorous, be clamorously foolish. Number two is yada, not Yoda, but yada. Okay. Um, to acknowledge in public. Well, Pastor Ben, you know my faith is private. I just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I just serve God privately. I don't really have a public faith. Then I mean, I mean, this is first Wednesday. If you don't really have a public faith, and you really don't have a faith, I don't think. I mean, it's it's it. it if you'll if you won't acknowledge him in front of others, the scripture says he won't acknowledge you, right? So, so what are you talking about, Pastor Ben? Well, um, um, private faith is fine and dandy. It's just not biblical. 
It's, it's, not, it's not biblical. So God calls you to acknowledge him in public. Okay, well, um, if, if, if you thought about it like that, it would be like if, if I just told Annalise, babe, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out for a little bit, but uh, I'm going to leave my wedding ring at home. Because, uh, you know, this is, this is a private relationship. You know, I just don't want... Uh, <laughs> oh, come on, y'all know. I'd be, I'd be get, coming in with some black eyes. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. We don't get to just say, oh, this is, this is private. This is private. No. And God's no different. Can I, God's no different. Jesus said, if we can't acknowledge him, he won't acknowledge us. So Psalm 138.1 says, I will, I will yada. I will acknowledge you in public with all my heart. I will, I will praise you before everybody with all of my heart. All right, the next one is, is Barack. And you've seen this, this spelling before. It's actually this, the, the spelling of President Obama's name. Barack is a Hebrew word that means to bless by kneeling or bowing. To bless by kneeling or bowing. So um, it's an attitude more than it is an action. And every once in a while in worship, you might see somebody on the platform who would bow. Or uh, sometimes I'll bow on the front row. Earlier tonight, Pastor Caleb was, was bowing in worship. What does that mean? What are you doing? Well, uh, it, 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 what it is is to, to bless is to give what, you, what that person doesn't already have. So sometimes in my, in my worship, I'll just I'll bow. And what I'm doing is I'm submitting and I'm surrendering everything to God. All to Him. I'm just giving him everything. I'm, I'm bowing. I'm kneeling. And, and he has my heart. But maybe there's something I've been carrying that I haven't given to him. God, I'm going to give it to you now. I'm, I'm bowing before you. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my place before you. You're my God. You're my king. Psalm 103.1 says, the, praise the Lord. Uh, Barak. This is the word. Barak. Kneel. Bow before the Lord. Oh, my soul. All my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Give him everything. And look, look at that. Look how it ties in. Oh, my soul, all my inmost being, I'm going to give him everything. I'm giving you all today, Lord. So number four is Zamar or Zamar. So, so this is um, making music to God with strings. And why do you all have music at your church? Because the, it's biblical. The, the Bible says to praise him with strings, to praise him with, and Psalm 150, to praise him with cymbals and harps and liars come on to just to praise the lord uh psalm 92 1 says it this way that it's good to praise the lord and make music to his name it's good to zamar it's good to to bring in the stringed instruments come on that's why you put some guitars on the stage Uh, you got somebody playing bass You, you got keys it's good to praise his name with music psalm 150 verse 3 and 5 3 through 5 says uh zamar him Praise him with the stringed instruments, with timbrel and dancing. There it is. Praise him with the dance. Uh, Praise him with the strings, uh, uh, the pipe. Praise him with the clash of the cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. And and, and for some of us, I think we we just need to get a little pep in our step. Come on, we just a little pep in our step. Just praise him with the dance and, and, and uh, get a little air between your toes and the, and the concrete. You know what I'm saying? Just like. Yeah, yeah, come on, yeah. Now, I grew up in a church where 
we could dance in church, but we for sure couldn't dance outside of church. You know what I mean? <laughs> we could dance in church, but not outside of church. In fact, uh, they didn't believe in premarital sex because they was afraid it would lead to dancing. I'm, just, uh, I'm kidding. That's a joke there, but uh, it's not far from a, from reality. But uh, you can't do that. It might lead to dancing. We don't do that. All right, all right. Number five. Number five is shabach. Shab- you got to put that phlegm in your throat right there. Shabach to address in loud tone. Loud tone to shout. Man, I notice sometimes in church that people, people kind of get, get a little loud in church. Shabbat. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Somebody was whistling early. Hey, come on. Get a little loud, a loud tone. So what does this mean? Uh, th- this, is, this is when your team wins. It's what you do. Yeah. When, when, they, when they score. Um, if someone you see, if you, if you see somebody you hadn't seen in years... You don't walk up to him and go, so good to see you. Wow. What a surprise. No. I mean, you're like, oh my goodness. It's been 16 years and four months, three days and 27 minutes. I just, I... And, and you just, you just, you ooze out the joy because you've, you've seen somebody that you haven't seen in a while. And so uh, that's Shabbat, to address in a loud tone. Uh, so why is it normal that, that we do that for everybody else but not God? So let's do it for God. Let's shabak. Psalm 63 says, because your love is better than life, your love is better than life. And I, I think the problem is that we love our life better than his love. We love, we love what he can do for us better than loving him. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will shabak you. I will get loud as long as I live and in your name, I will lift up my hands. I'm going to lift up my hands. All right, we're getting close. Number six. Number six is todah. Todah. It's a Hebrew word. And, and so you, can you see that if you didn't know these words, when you're just reading, you go, you say praise. I'll praise the Lord. Okay, praise the Lord. That's cool. But now there's meaning to it. Todah is to lift hands in adoration. It's why we say, come on, let's lift our hands. Come on, let's exalt the name of the Lord. Let's, let's lift up our hearts to God today. So this is where, this is where uh, the, that hand-raising question comes in sometimes. Maybe people who don't go to hand-raising church, they'll say, y'all one of them hand-raising churches? Like, yeah. We raise our hands. We, we lift up our hands. Psalm 50 says, he who offers lifted hands, Toda, who, he, who lift his hand, who, he who offers lifted hands glorifies me. And to him that orders his conversation, aright will I show the salvation of God. To, to the person who just lifts up holy hands. I'm going to lift up holy hands. There's a lifting of the hands. So many songs. Lift up our hands in the sanctuary. So it's, it's todah. And then number seven. Number seven is tequila, not tequila. Tehila, but it has a similar result that is exuberant singing okay uh, okay (laughs) 
Same result. Just let it out, right? And I love the verse that goes along with it. This, I can't, I'm not making this up. I extol the Lord at all times. His tequila will always be on my lips. <laughs> all right. <laughs> truth, truth is this, that God loves it when you praise him. And when you praise him, he infuses some joy back into your life. There's just something about it. If you don't believe me, try me. Try me. So I, I, I've, I've gone a little bit over. I always do. I hope that's okay on first Wednesdays. Um, God likes it when you praise him. But I think if you're being honest, you do too. You do too. It fills, fills you up. And so tonight what I wanted to do was really just, um, if I could ask you to bow your heads for a moment. I want to I wanna get real because there's a spirit of heaviness on some of you that needs to be broken. Worry, concern, fear, anxiety. And maybe just one moment in God's presence could change it all. Maybe he could fill you back up with some joy tonight. Maybe you've been dealing with depression. Maybe you've been covered up with fear and worry and doubt. The only part of life that we can control is our reaction. You can't control what happens to you. But you can control how you react. Here's what you can do. You can choose to worship. You can choose joy. You can choose to lift up your hands. You can choose to, to, to sing exuberantly. You can choose to kneel, to bow. You can choose to be clamorously foolish. And some of you tonight, it, really you just need to choose joy. You need to respond tonight with joy. You need to respond with worship and praise. So I want to pray for you. But more importantly than that, I, I want to... And, invite you to a time of prayer as well so if that's you if you say Ben I'm I'm you're talking to me just slip up your hand I just I need I need some joy man I it's praise it's worship come on I see you I see you I'm dealing with some things in my life I, I fear anxiety worry father I pray for every hand lifted up tonight infuse them with joy God let a spirit of praise and worship let a spirit of of righteousness a spirit of of power, love, and a sound mind overtake all fear, all worry, all anxiety, all doubt, all concern, the spirit of heaviness. God, we're choosing right now to put on a garment of praise. We're going to praise our way through this. We're going to worship our way through this. We're not going to give in to the lies of the enemy. We're not going to give in to the fears. We're not going to give in to the unknowns. We're not going to give in to the lies. We're not going to give in to the worries. We're not going to give in to the, to the things that that have, have pulled us down so far in the past. God, we're, we're not going to do that. We're running to you, and, and we run to you. You are a strong tower where the righteous run, and they are safe in you, God. And so I thank you for that today. We choose you. We choose to worship you. We bless your name. In Jesus' name.